Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of March 5th, 2023. I am having one more free webinar. It's called Ask Celeste Anything. You can sign up at the link in the show notes or go to astrologybyceleste.com, which is my website. In this webinar, I'll teach a little bit about astrology basics, discuss big stories in the news, and you can see the charts when I do this on Zoom. And then I will do hot takes on participants' natal charts. So sign up now if you'd like to join. These are fun, free events that are interactive. You can also see the past two events I had about the power of the moon and lunar living on my YouTube channel. I hope to meet you and see you there. Moon Mastery is my signature program, and Moon Mastery 101 starts next week. I'm going to be teaching on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Classes are 90 minutes, interactive, and taught on Zoom. This program is all about everything about the moon in astrology. It's appropriate for beginners or people who have more experience. I've even had professional astrologers take this class. The moon rules how we nurture ourselves, how we connect with other people, understanding your moon sign, the phase it was born in, learning how to sneak with the transiting moon and working with the moon phases for intention setting is a great way to manifest with more ease as well as live a more balanced life where you have better relationships and just have more ease and flow. I would love for you to join me in my class. It is my honor and pleasure to help you connect in with the magic and the mystery of the moon. The theme of this week is independent women. And there are three big things that I would like you to know. The first is that we are going to have a full moon at 14 degrees of Virgo. And this full moon is really special. The sun is in Pisces, the moon is in Virgo, and the moon is conjunct the asteroid Lilith. And Lilith was a woman who refused to be tamed. She was considered Adam's first wife, but she refused to be subservient to him. She ran away from Adam and as a result was demonized and associated with lust and the death of small children. Lilith also is associated with the release of repressed rage. One of my mentors, Ann Ortley, talks about how this asteroid is often prominent in the charts of abortion providers or people who have had an abortion or children with problems. If it's afflicted in charts, it can be someone who wants to have control over women. 
and the moon is parallel a fixed star Altair, one of my favorite stars. It's the eagle, boldness and military power. But when it conjunct or related to the moon, it's parallel. It can be about, you know, having admiration or wanting to emulate or being yourself a strong, independent woman. This full moon will also square Mars at 21 degrees on Capella, which is a fixed star. And this fixed star speaks to the need for independence. And Bernadette Brady says it's associated with Artemis, the Greek goddess of the hunt and her Roman counterpart, Diana. It embodies movement and action, and it's associated with the pursuit of freedom and independence in a non-aggressive way. Yeah, I'm hoping this full moon means really positive things for women, especially women struggling against oppression. One of the things that just popped in my head is I wonder if Beyonce will make news this week. She is a Virgo sun. Her sun is at 11 degrees of Virgo, and her Neptune is at 22 degrees of Sagittarius. So Mars is trying her Neptune, which can have to do with our image and the full moon activating her sun. Yeah, we'll see. She also has her North Node at zero Leo and Pluto is in a square with her nodes. So it may be something that comes up later, but this was just an intuitive hit. So we shall see. Hopefully it will be positive news, whatever it is. The next thing I want to make you aware of is we have one of the biggest transits of the year, Saturn, the planet of structure, boundaries, limitations, karma, achievement after hard work is moving into the sign of Pisces on Tuesday. So we have the full moon and then within hours, Saturn moves into Pisces. So these two are related. I expect there'll be an event that gets a lot of visibility. One of the things that I was wondering about, Jimmy Carter has gone into hospice and he is one of the most Piscean figures of which he embodies compassion forgiveness, concern for other people, spirituality. He's deeply religious. He's a Saturnian figure because he was the president of the United States. And I'm wondering if maybe this will be when he passes on. He is a humanitarian who's been intimately involved with Habitat for Humanity, which builds houses. And a quote from him is, Habitat has successfully removed the stigma of charity by substituting it with a sense of partnership. Him and his wife, Rosalind Carter, were hands-on volunteers. Saturn rules structures, and his birth time has a B rating, but his his part of fortune, which has to do with our physical being, is at one Sagittarius. It's thought to be there, and Saturn and Pisces will square his part of fortune. So I wonder if he will pass around this time. He may have already passed by the time you hear this. But yeah, he really feels like he's Saturn and Pisces in the flesh. Now, I recorded a video series that you can get at the link in the show notes or go to astrologybyceleste.com. You can get to it from my homepage, where I talked about this transit, Saturn and Pisces, and then 
in a video talked about previous times Saturn has been in this sign. It hasn't been in this sign since the early 90s. Saturn changes signs every 28, 29 years. And then I also recorded a video for each of the zodiac signs with a three-card oracle reading discussing what you will see based on what houses in your chart will be activated, what may be coming up for you during this transit. This is a really important thing. Saturn is about the work we have to do and when it changes signs. The tests that we are coming up against are challenges where we're looking to find mastery changes. The video series is only $12 and it can help you prepare for this important transit. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Jupiter, the planet of abundance, Jupiter rules the truth, it rules law, it sends us on a long journey, it's the cosmic Santa Claus, it's going to meet Chiron, the wounded healer, at 14 degrees of Aries on Saturday, March 11th. This is a really interesting transit. Chiron has not met Jupiter in Aries since Chiron was discovered in the 70s. It was discovered when it was in the sign of Taurus. You know, it's been there and it's been meeting things, but it wasn't in the human awareness. So it feels like there's some newness to this transit. One thing I'm wondering if there will be a death of a celebrity, judge, or lawyer. I mean, it could be Jimmy Carter passes on this day. You are often die when you're, there's a Jupiter transit or a Neptune transit. Jupiter sends us on a long journey. Neptune dissolves. Yeah, we'll see about that. One of the things I'm thinking, it is very related to the women's fight for freedom somewhere around in the world is because there are many things going on on this day. This day is the big day of the week. I'm hoping it brings positive things. Venus, the planet that rules women, love, beauty, and harmony, is in Aries, a sign of independence and fighting for those that are less fortunate than us or the underdog, is in a sextile with Mars in Gemini. Mars, the planet of action, the planet of conflict, and it's what's called a received sextile. So Mars is at home in Aries and Venus is sextile Mars. So Venus is in the sign that Aries wants. So this is a great transit for getting what you want from someone who may not necessarily want to give it to you, but like the feminine and masculine principle in a harmonious aspect that's received. Whether an aspect is received is really important in horary astrology, which I practice the astrology of burning questions. So yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. Also, Mercury and Pisces. Mercury is about communications. Pisces compassion is sextile Uranus in Taurus on a world point of 15 Taurus. So this can be about an announcement about really big news about change or maybe freedom from something. Yeah, and it's also a disseminating moon. The moon is in the disseminating phase. It starts at five Scorpio. So Scorpio, 
5 Scorpio is going to be very near the south node, which sends things down the tube. So I'm really thinking about Iran with this, hoping that the women make some advances there. Another reason why I'm thinking about that, it could also be Afghanistan or somewhere else, is because the Jupiter-Chiron conjunction at 14 Aries is conjunct a fixed star Alpharaz. And the principle of Alpharaz is the navel of the horse, speed, and freedom. I'm reading from Bernadette Brady's book, Star and Planet Combinations. It's one of the books on my Amazon storefront. And this star is linked to the wonder of the flying horse and its symbolism of freedom, love of movement, speed, and the sheer joy of the wind in one's hair. It's in the constellation Andromeda which is the daughter of the king. And having Jupiter conjuncted is a period of bold action that brings and haste that brings success. So I'm hoping that there's something that happens that people are set free, especially I feel like this is the week of the woman. Hopefully it's positive for women. And with Saturn and Pisces, the authority losing strength, Saturn doesn't have domicile in Pisces like it does in Aquarius and Capricorn, where it's been for the last five plus years. So we shall see. That is my hope for the women of the world. It also could be like a religious figure dies, like the Pope could be something that happens on this day. Or, you know, within a couple days of this big transit, I was also wondering if Rihanna was going to have her baby. She has her ascendant in her rectified chart. It's got like a C rating at 15 degrees of Aries. So this Jupiter-Chiron conjunction would happen right near her ascendant. So we'll see. She's also having Saturn coming to her son. She has her son at one degree of Pisces and her son rules potentially her house of children. We'll see. Hopefully she has an easy delivery if this is about her and maybe it's not about her at all. But Something big is going to be coming in the collective. We will get news about it with this transit. We shall see what it is. I think this is a special day that there can be an opportunity for deep healing of old wounds. Chiron is associated with our original wound where, you know, we never can totally heal it. And in Aries, it's a wound about the self, but we can work and then we can help others with their own wounds. Chiron was a healer and a teacher. I am hoping for positive things this day, but there may be something where there's a mass tragedy where a lot of people get hurt as well. Chiron is the wounded healer. When I hurt my back, Chiron was in a king kunks to my ascendant. So it can be something about where there is an injury. So be careful with knives and things since Mars is activated, but hopefully We will use this opportunity for healing, having forgiveness for others who may have upset us, and yeah, that it's positive. On Sunday, the word of the day is opportunity. We start the week with the moon in Leo, this feisty, fiery, action-oriented sign. It's a great time to 
have some fun, have a laugh, get some exercise is a great thing to do with this Leo moon. Mercury, the planet of communication, is in the sign of Pisces. And at five Pisces, it will sextile the north node of destiny at five Taurus. Sextiles are opportunities. You can just let them pass by. But if you put in any effort, especially when they are in earth and water signs, you can make your own magic. So you can make your own opportunity Say hi to someone you normally wouldn't or yeah, take a risk and something wonderful may happen with this. The moon enters the sign of Virgo at 7.38 p.m. Pacific time. Virgo is mutable earth. I love a Virgo moon, especially starting the week with a Virgo moon because there's an opportunity to get a lot done. The mundane tasks that we don't really want to do, it's wonderful for decluttering and things like that. On Monday, the word of the day is freedom. The sun in Pisces will be in a sextile with Uranus in Taurus. And Uranus is on a world point, so there may be something very visible that happens in the news that involves a sun or a Uranian-type person. A Uranian-type person would be like a revolutionary or maybe even a scientist. A sun would be a leader or a celebrity. But in our own lives, I think this is a fabulous day to get rid of a bad habit. Yeah, right before the full moon, it's a wonderful time to release something. And with the sun in Pisces, maybe something self-sabotaging around like alcohol or any kind of substances. So consider making a permanent break with Uranus from something that you want to get rid of. Now the moon is in the sign of Virgo. So like taking action to make your health better is a wonderful thing to do on this day. On Tuesday, the word of the day is dissolution. This is the biggest day of the week. Well, one of the biggest days, the first biggest day, it's the full moon at 16 degrees of Virgo at 4.40 a.m. Pacific time. At the full moon, which is the culmination of the lunar cycle, we celebrate any wins for anything we've achieved that we are proud of ourselves about, no matter how small it is. We release what no longer serves us, and things come to our attention. Things are illuminated at the full moon. Now, Saturn enters Pisces at 5.34 a.m. Pacific time. So there may be some big news about some boundary or something dissolving. Check out my video series if you want to go deeper in this very, very important transit at the link in the show notes or at my website, astrologybyceleste.com. On Wednesday, the word of the day is recovery. I'm not sure. It's just coming to me as an intuitive hit. It could be something that you lost comes back to you, or this could be something in the collective, or a need to maybe recover from the full moon if you're one of the people who, you know, has a difficult time sleeping on that day. 
the moon will enter the sign of Libra at 6.43 a.m. Pacific time. Libra is an air sign. Air connects. It's a great time to have a good conversation with someone. Say something sweet or loving to your partner. Yeah. Or treat yourself nicely. Venus is in Aries, so show yourself some love. On Thursday, the word of the day is enchantment. There's not much going on in the sky, just a few aspects with the moon. I think in Pisces season with the moon in Libra, it's a wonderful time to just find the delight in something, something magical. Pull an oracle card. What do I need to feel enchanted about today? Something like that. I love that idea. On Friday, the word of the day is deep. The moon will enter the sign of Scorpio at 4.05 p.m. Pacific time. This is intense and deep waters. So there's could be a very like sexy evening, a wonderful night for watching a thriller or something like that on TV or going to the movies or reading a suspense novel. Yeah, or a detective story, like True Detective is a great Scorpionic TV show on HBO. I'm watching Your Honor right now, which is pretty good on Showtime, and it has some very Scorpionic overtones to it. On Saturday, the word of the day is request. The disseminating moon phase starts at 5 Scorpio at 2.32 a.m., the moon is right near the south node. So, I mean, there might be a lot of people exiting around this day. This is the day Jupiter is conjunct Chiron at 14 Aries. Mercury and Uranus are sextile at 15 of Pisces for Mercury and 15 of Taurus for Uranus on this highly visible world point. Venus in Aries is at 23 degrees, sextile Mars in Gemini at 23 degrees. There is some big news coming on this day or coming up to this day related to some of the topics I discussed earlier. Yeah, someone probably very prominent will die on this day or Friday potentially, but make a request from someone who may not normally grant it for you. You can do that actually on Friday or Saturday. Like if you want to ask your boss for something, they may just say yes. Yeah, so think about that. Ask, believe, receive. So remember, I'm having one more free webinar. You can also come get a reading if you want to dive into what these big transits may mean for you, like Saturn and Pisces or the Jupiter-Chiron conjunction. Also, Pluto's going to be moving into Aquarius. So this month of March is about big changes that are coming for the collective and for many of us individually. And I'm looking at this very positively. Yeah, taking Moon Mastery is a great way to deepen your relationship with your moon sign, which rules how you need to nurture yourself, as well as learning astrology in a fun environment. And yeah, so that's it for this week's show. 
feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories, or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 